Welcome to Sewers and Shurikens. This is episode sort of 11. It's our epilogue episode for season two. Um, Because we didn't really finish as much as we would have liked to. And we wanted to leave you guys with a little bit more. Uh, So yeah, meet our heroes. Hey, bro, it's it's Valentino. Uh, I'm, I'm played by Ralph. Look. I'm I'm supposed to be a super sapper trident boy, but I'm not sure about the super anymore. I I definitely have done some serious stabbing though. I'm Emerson. I'm played by Sean of Dungeons and Pop. I'm a inventor slash druid, and I'm trying to be a little bit more ninja-y because I'm with a bunch of ninjas. We'll see how well that goes. I'm definitely more Darkwing Duck though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a vibe. Including tragic backstory. <laughs> um, yeah, and Matisse, rest his soul, is not going to be with us today for obvious reasons. Um, so yeah, let's get back into the, the old sad swing of things. We are going to be taking place a couple of weeks after what we last just recorded for the season to episode 10. So this is going to be weeks later. You guys have been back from the portal for a bit now. Um, You've had your grieving. Obviously, you're all still grieving, but you're continuing to try to kind of keep on living now. Get through your life. Emerson and Rex, they've been fully brought into the ever-shrinking sewer family here, so they've kind of made themselves at home. Um, Picard, now that he's returned to to this world he's been trying to see his well he did go and see his online girlfriend that we teased about in season one turns out she was a catfish so uh, not again and quite frankly he kind of was too being a giant alligator wow so he's a bit depressed about that as well right now so don't ask him about it um Valentino currently he's been continuing the buff sea turtle lifestyle Training, working out, majority of his time. If there's anything else you want to add that you've been up to? Yeah, I mean, practicing climbing out of uh, obvious castle walls. I've been searching through pockets a lot harder to try and find, like, serum, just in case. Yeah, you got your serum check? Yeah, like, it it has failed me a lot so far. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I've been practicing my uh, immediately slitting Wilson Stoneworth's throat maneuver. You've wronged me so many times. Other than that, you know, just crying. Crying, yeah. There's a lot of crying in this household, if you can call it that. Yeah, eating uh, like stale jelly, honestly, at this point. Anything. Yeah. The place hasn't been cleaned in a while. Emerson, he keeps up with his tinkering. He's been working on his way to transfer the trapped and pretty bored flush into either either Rex's body or some sort of contraption, it seems. Emerson's also been trying to get materials since he's the nerd of the group and maybe like seeing... If there's any remnants of the original formula, anything they had 
basically researching into the formula itself. Okay, sure. Yeah, you can you can make a roll for that. Why don't you roll a just an intelligence check? Okay, that's a seven. Yeah, I think it's hard to type on your keyboard when you're crowding. You have um, Ian's old old laptop down here that you've been trying to get running and working. Yeah, it's pretty hard. It's the time when you're crying, and you can put that on my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and other than that, you've still had to be kind of tied down during full moons. So that's kind of a whole thing you have to you have yet to figure out. Yeah, we'll figure that one out at some point or not. And you'll eat everyone. As for Wilson and his goons, they're still nowhere to be seen. Everyone's been kind of staying vigilant. The two of you are going on your occasional like street patrol to ensure any minor crooks or crimes that are going on are kind of scared off or, or stop leaving those innocent folk alone, leaving those potential potential innocent folk alone. I don't know why I said it like that, like there's villains out there you're saving. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, not like that's ever happened on the show. In fact, on this very night, you guys are going to give yourselves a bit of a break as it's a bit of a special night. It is Thanksgiving. And you have a dinner to get to. Are we going to Granny's? You might be going to Granny's. Oh, 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 Nanny. So, yeah, you guys knock on Granny's door. Hello? Who is... Oh. Hello? Hey. Oh, Valentino. I made it back. I know it. Look, I know you didn't think I was going to get it. You've gotten so big. And Granny catches her uh, dentures as they go to fall out, and you squeeze the the love into her with a hug. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And oh, this this handsome young man. She goes over and she starts pinching Emerson's cheek. I think Emerson is blushy because he's still trying to, he's still confused about this. And he's, <laughs> aren't we all? He's conflicted because he, on one hand, it's good to have a good positive thing, but I think he's also not sure if this is really his granny and like, Valentino's catfishing in a different way. Yeah. That's that's fair. Well, why don't you all sit down? Y'all sit down. The food looks very good, smells very good. And um the empty vacant seats. It hits hard. But Granny tries to keep sorry, go ahead. How many did she get? Like how many seats are we missing? <laughs> There's probably like three, maybe four extra seats. And she's trying to kind of keep the conversation going away from these missing seats. And just she understands the situation. You guys have touched base since you've been back. So, yeah, she she goes to hand you some some potatoes and she goes, Beautiful, dear, these potatoes are quite hot. Yeah, but firm, though. Gives you some. Oh, uh, no. You're so big. You must be so hungry. Oh, you have no idea. Stop. 
Emerson's trying not to dig in and be polite because this is the first normal food he's had. Oh, dig in! No need for batters, boy. Yeah, Valentino still uh, he has an eight right now. And you can cut the sexual tension in this room with a knife. Yeah. She keeps. She says, "Oh, aren't you my little sweet potato?" And she hands you the sweet potatoes after the potatoes, Valentino. I, I do some kind of poison check. Uh, I'm not good at it or anything, but, you know, like, uh, I'm just so scared from shape-shifting people and, and them offering me food. I guess that's fair, yeah. Um, why don't you roll a insight? If it looks kind of off. If it looks kind of stinky. One of my one of my specialities, a fifteen. Okay, it really doesn't seem poisoned. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll just mow down on some of the It's a little overcooked, if anything, but yeah. not poisoned. Oh, don't tell me what you been up to, dearies. Community service. You know I'm a turtle, right? Can we start there? Sorry. Yeah, okay. Let's. So I've just been, you know, just cleaning the house. I don't. Oh, hard-working boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Got those big muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just played a bunch of D&D where I, I think we all played a succubus. You you can throw nothing at me, Valentino, that I wouldn't be able to handle. Oh, yeah. Emerson turns and looks at Valentino and is like eyes wide. And you feel this wet uh. tongue. Yeah. On you, on your foot, Valentino. Uh, uh, um, so I... What? <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's not Granny's tongue dripping out of her mouth down under the table. It's not that long. It's flush out. Did we get him? Oh, don't mind him. That's Baxter. He's a good old boy. I look under the table. And you see a old... An old, an old dog looks like a basset hound. Oh, hey, boy! <laughs> Possibly partially blind. Yo, it's giving you a good lick. Oh, yo, uh, you could have had me for a second. Could have been some kind of uh, like a, uh, you know, one of those uh, table monsters. I don't know, some kind of like an ogre type. Uh, uh... Oh, you have you PTSD? <laughs> Uh, Don't worry about him. And she throws a piece of turkey from the table and he goes and takes it to his bed and he's just kind of laying down in his bed now. He can't really hear him or see him. He's just doing his thing, eating his turkey. Super nice. Super nice. (laughs) Epic. (laughs) Okay. And yeah, you guys kind of, you reconnect. You tell your stories of old and... Decide what you kind of bear with her. I'm sure it's a bit of a painted version of what actually has happened. But you guys catch up. Granny hasn't been doing a lot. Um, she did knit you a little pair of mittens. So there's that. They don't fit. They're like two sizes too small, but they're pretty cool. Um, Still got finger-like lines. Yeah. Emerson cuts off the tips and uses them as fingerless gloves. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty cute. <laughs> um Gets the, the kettle going to give you guys some tea. 
And you guys have a pretty good night. A few hours go by. Or sorry, not a few hours. About 30 minutes goes by. My perception of time is horrendous. Uh, everyone's kind of still picking a bit at their food, waiting for dessert to come to come out, really. And you hear, Oh, who's that? Uh, oh, I, I forgot he might be stopping by. She goes over to the the door that's being knocked on and you see the the door swings open to what I can only really describe to Valentino and the car as the car yes which I realize is me <laughs> I'm just I'm saying who would understand who this is you see Ian's bloodied form at the doorway it goes uh, oh hi Hi, Grandma! Valentino spits out his food. <laughs> this! The crossover you were waiting for. This! Just in time for pie, dear! Come on in! Come on in! Oh, oh thanks, Grandma. Oh, it beats a very long journey. Oh! And he kind of sees you all in the room now, and he says, You, you guys... You guys know my granny? Don't be rude and wash that blood and dirt off your face. Then come take a seat. And he kind of like is staring at you as you guys are also staring. Everyone's very confused. Emerson's immediately suspicious and giving him the I'm the I'm the nerd now. <laughs> like 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 you know you like you know the meme I'm the captain now. He's giving him that look. He seems to not even notice. And he's heading towards the washroom to wash his hands. So you guys can spend the next 10, 15 seconds of hand washing, considering what's going on. What the hell is that, Valentino? Oh my god. This has been a, a quite a day. The little nerd. He, he, I single-handedly rescued him from prison. But, you know. Wait, you know I'm a nerd, right, Valentino? Yeah, but he's a little nerd. He's a I, oh yeah, he's so little. I could, okay. I could, I could use him for a volleyball. Look, there's like, there's like only one thing that I, there's one thing I can do to honor my fallen brother, my brethren, right? And it's abuse this little nerd, right? Okay, look, since since I, uh, you know. Left my brother to die uh, in a smoky, fiery, poisonous. Wait, wait. I don't know, some kind of death. Wait, is that? I just, I gotta do something, and it's make fun of this little nerd. I found a thing to do. But isn't the one? This isn't the nerd that's taking care of um, Boast. Yeah, absolutely. Where's Boast? And uh, Ian comes back out. Wait. <laughs> so what's what's new, everyone? I there's. Wait, I just got, I just flew back. Crazy stories I've been up to. Maybe, maybe this is a great time to go and listen to Asteroids and Aliens. I, I don't know. It's been crazy. But I'm, I'm back. I was in the jungles of Panama for a bit. When I crash landed here. I was in space. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. Where's both? Bosch is back at home. In Bosch's tank. Got a new tank. And 
Oh. Wait, how do you recognize me? I don't know you. Oh, I didn't realize there was someone else in the room. There he was talking to you a few minutes ago. Put your glasses on, you little nerd. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Ian. Ian Williams. The real nerd. No, little nerd. The, the little nerd. My name's Emerson. I'm the nerd Dow. And he whistles and he literally has Rex pop up on the table. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's, yeah, that's really cool. And he <laughs> snaps open his shirt and there's a bunch of like tubes of like samples of soil and plants that he has collected in all the inner pockets. He says, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Oh, you don't have any of these, do you? Oh, okay. Robots, those are cute. Yeah, those are cute. Rock collection, nerd. Yeah, sure. I got more rocks. Takes off his... I got a grappling hook. Grappling hook? That's epic. I could darkwing duck right out of here. Oh, yeah, he's a big nerd. He doesn't sound like you're much of a nerd. I'm so much. Such a good poser. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just gonna still tempted. I hope you like peach pie, everyone. And she's like weaving the, between this standoff, this of you guys staring at each other with this peach pie in her hands. Emerson is still tempted to plant one of his mushrooms in the end's food. Okay. Do you try to... Well, he's only eating the pie. He's he's had a, a pretty full meal already. So if you want, you can try to plant something in his pie. Nah, pie pie and mushrooms, it's, it's barely obvious. It's a hard mix. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, everybody, everybody eats pie. And again, the... The connections, the catching up happens. And Ian tells you all of how he left the the tavern that day and he got sucked into space with Bosch. And he went on this crazy space adventure. You guys can kind of decide whether you believe it or not. It sounds pretty exaggerated. He was fighting space aliens and he had saved all these space alien prisoners from this alien race of crocodile-like people. And he keeps looking over at Kakar a little bit, weirded out. He's seen Kakar before, but he just... He's a bit unsettled. And then he finishes a story about how he got out in an escape pod and he landed in Panama. And, yeah, he eventually was able to get help and make it here. Just in time for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Conveniently, like every good story... (laughs) <laughs> I don't believe it, bro. That's good. <laughs> well, everything ends up okay. Yeah. Well, actually, did did someone leave the door open? And you guys kind of all see the door creak open as it was left open from when Ian arrived. And you quickly notice that the dog, Baxter, is nowhere to be seen. Oh, oh, heavens! My poor boy's run off again. I sprint out the door. Okay, so you guys all hurry outside? Yeah. Everybody knows I'm faster than a dog. Yeah, that's fair. Can everyone make a deck save? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, That's a nat 20. Nice. 14. Okay. And Kakar gets a 15... And you feel as soon as you kind of step outside... Well, not as soon. It's, It's like... As you take in the surroundings of outside, which seems to just be the city late at night, downtown area, you feel this loud and you hear this loud resounding shake of the ground. 
as a massive wave of force hits everyone. So you're able to kind of keep yourself on your feet. Rex gets knocked down a little bit, gets right back up. And uh, following that and this loud popping noise, you're all staring in awe as a massive sort of spacecraft has appeared in the sky. Uh, Pretty far above New York. It looks kind of similar, to, but not really the same as the spaceships you've probably seen in the comics. And Ian is behind you guys, and he takes a puff of his inhaler, and he goes, No. Oh, oh not again. Oh, good. I almost got a dragon this time, right? Not a dragon this time. It is uh, definitely a spacecraft. Like, oh, shit. And you can hear, like, this whirring noise as it sounds like these... It sounds, especially to Emerson, as like some power source is beginning to start up from within this craft. Oh no, they're charging their lasers. And as you say that, several great beams of energy begin to strike the city's large buildings off of this ship. Um, and it just starts melting into the into the side of these skyscrapers. Oh shit, I was right. Destroying the city. Yeah, <laughs> you, I don't know if you were intending that, but you were right. The glass shatters and everyone <laughs> that wasn't awake before is definitely awake now. Everybody's screaming. Granny is gasping. And then she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to need my glasses. And she runs back inside to go get her glasses. And you guys can kind of see Baxter as not much more than like 60 feet away at this point and he's sniffing away at some garbage bins oblivious to this whole situation oh bro Valentina holds up the trident and he's like pointing it at the ship and he's like that that thing I'm pretty hey I look I think there's a thing to do now bro this city this city never fucking sleeps god Bro, I, I look. I, I I never know what's going on, but I'm pretty sure. Like one thing's for sure, I know for a fact. Like just based on the fact that that thing is currently melting that building in front of my eyes, that that thing is completely full of grease. So I, uh, who's coming with me? Yeah, it's really epic, but uh, also really shitty. And, Emerson um, pulls out his trident and points it towards the ship in the same exact way. We we cross the streams. It's pretty epic. What's your monologue? <laughs> you gotta get to the. You gotta get inside and take down the power source, and then hopefully everyone's gotten out out from underneath it by then. Or and um, as you point your trident and you say this, it starts to like flood outward with like a, a small stream of water, like a fountain would. This trident, and then you can hear from the trident is this like shrill whistling that it's doing that you can barely hear um surely not relevant huh and you can see one of these beams strikes down suddenly towards Baxter likely not intentionally but it is hitting one of the buildings near him and it goes to curve downwards and you watch as this dog this poor old dog gets striked oh. by this beam of energy and there's just a, a little, a mini divot, a, a crater in the ground where it striked the dog. Oh, oh yeah. 
listeners. Animal, animal warfare. Animals were this episode. <laughs> animals, animals were fucking demolished in this episode. <laughs> Idiot. We hate animals. Anyways, what do you guys do? Uh, Emerson is gonna rush forward. Okay, sure. And you you rush over to this dog, this smoking basset hound, and you watch as he opens his eyes. It was a lot more intelligence than before, and he begins to float into the air. Debris and rubble that are surrounding this hound are like floating around around him in this like sort of sort of big epic moment as this dog somehow is alive looking very intently on all of you with these chunks of rock floating bad dog what do you call a bad dog you you, you motherfucker oh shit it's it's sapient it's not just intelligent, it's sapient. I guess all all good dogs go, go to heaven just like the movies. I think I'm dead. Is that where you're going right now, bro? I I I think so. I'm I'm floating. I I don't quite know what's I haven't been able to use these hind legs for years. <clears throat> Bark. And you see a, a hot dog from one of the hot dog stands is just floating towards him. Oh, that old hag has been feeding me the same kibble for 16 years. I could use that. Somebody fetch, fetch, fetch me a, fetch me that, please. Uh, I'll be a good boy. That's racist. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? Racist? Is he still floating up? I, I, I just used vocal cords for the first time. I don't know what racism is. He, he just told us that. I mean, it's an old dog. You can't teach him new tricks. Ah, that's top. Yes. All right, I will get you a hot dog, but I'm not fetching you a hot dog. That's the racist part. Oh, oh racism to my own kind. Oh, that's sorry. I don't know what humor is. I this is like this is like my first sentence in English. It's dogism. Valentino just looks back at Kakar and starts like like going like what like raising his shoulders. <laughs> Kakar uh, also raises his shoulders. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Holy shit. <laughs> the city. Oh. Every time he goes and gets a hot dog, he gets all the work, and then he stops for a moment and he kicks up the onions because he knows onions are um, toxic to dogs. You can kill a dog with an onion. Good. I honestly. I, Watch out, dogs. Dogs are like vampires. At this ripe old age, I wouldn't mind dying, but thank you, young boy. Except Scarlet Guys. <laughs> Not you begging to die. <laughs> and um, the car's like, oh, oh my God, what is that? And you all look up again and you see there is like small, smaller ships coming off of this large ship now. Is that what a dragon? And we will end it there. Hey, Sewer Rats, it's Sewer Sensei Wyatt here. I hope you enjoyed that season two wrap up as much as we enjoyed making the whole thing. We have some more content that's going to be underway soon. That's going to be some crazy, wacky one-shots. Basically what you can expect from us. And then following that, we are working on a season three, so don't worry, we're not done with you yet. Additionally, myself and Cole, who played Matisse, we will be at PAX West this September 1st till the 4th, so keep an eye out for us. We'll be uh, our wacky turtle selves. 
And if you're looking to follow that or any more of our, our updates, you can follow us at Sensei Sewer on Twitter. And yeah, thanks for listening, everybody.